episode 15. Thank you. <laughs> okay, welcome to <laughs> I love episode this 15 of Bad Friends Worst <laughs> Critics, where we talk about movies, TV, music, whatever else we want to talk about. I'm Noah Davis, as always, joined by John Pina and Lane Wellman. We'll get into a little bit of news, even though it's very slow this week. Uh, we'll actually start with our non-movie news. Uh, first off, we're going to start off with Fuck Wall Street? Question mark? Fuck Wall Street. AOC did a recent stream on uh, Twitch, I assume. Yes. Yeah, yep. On Twitch and talked about Wall Street bets and the Robin Hood regulation and how the SEC can eat a dick. And um, anything 12. else you want to talk about on that, John? I mean, I, we kind of hit it last week on my big points, but I would say the big thing is that at no point did I personally ever feel like anything was going to be done. I basically said that there was a dichotomy, two choices. Choice one was every part of the government said... I mean, they give us a lot of money. Period. The end. Wall Street wins. Option two was taxpayers do a bunch of civil suits, and we go through an arduous court process. Somehow GameStop goes to the moon. Somehow we actually win those lawsuits. Somehow people have to pay out the actual regular uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? For fun traders, not career traders. Retail, uh, retail? yeah, that's the that's the buzzword. But uh, retail trading sounds wrong. It, it sounds like you're trading like Walmart stocks yeah, as opposed retail to retail stocks. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but yeah, like, and if all that was to happen, it would still end up being those hedge funds had to be bailed out by the government, and thus the taxpayers were just paying themselves. Classic so the two the two scenarios that were going to happen, and one of which we knew was going to happen, neither of them were good for anyone. So, was to be expected. And no offense, I don't know about you all, and this isn't a political podcast, so I don't need to go too far in depth about my yeah, left wingingness right now. Uh... <laughs> but like, motherfucking AOC is going to either come in clutch i'll give her 365 days she's 365 days to do anything meaningful otherwise i just know she's just another fucking talking head and now she's just the young talking head i mean there's a lot that could be done a lot of momentum we could have ridden with both house and senate being controlled with the presidency and like we spent the first month and a half trying to impeach the president who's not in power so like you know what i mean like there's no medicare for all things talk being talked about like there's like this fifty thousand student loan thing that they're talking about doing but that doesn't even fix the underlying problem of how people acquire the student loans yeah like, that's not like helping after like people tomorrow right right it's like it's like the <laughs> first six hundred dollar stimulus what did that do at all it gave people I, false yeah. market confidence and made sure that the billionaires kept their money. That no oh, yeah. billionaire lost money. It gave just, nothing to anyone. So I mean, we'll just bail them out. It's cool. They can lose yeah, money. so the whole thing is just silly. And long story short, AOC can say whatever she wants. I don't think she idealistically is imperfect. Or is... Yeah, is imperfect. Yeah, she's perfect. Idealistically. Uh, she's fine. 
but okay. she hasn't done anything for me. Right. She just says a lot. And I'm cool that she's on Twitter and Twitch, constantly shit-talking everyone that I want to shit-talk, but you're the one person who could do things about it. Like, I can shit-talk because I can't do anything else. I mean, do something with that knowledge, you know? I don't know. You know, but that's it. Uh, Wall Street, Wall Street's I, I, gonna fuck us forever until yeah, Wall Street. I was gonna say gets... Deep Fucking Value is somehow gonna get arrested for this, and the regulators and all of them are gonna be fine. Like all yep. the hedge funds, they're gonna be fine, yeah. and DFB is gonna Robin take Hunter, a fall. It's literally illegal what they did. They restricted the number of shares one could purchase because they were mm -hmm. doing it on uh, what's the word? On like equity. So Robinhood never actually owned any shares, so they basically extended past how many shares they could give out, so they had to stop trading. Classic. But with with the deal that they have with the S FCC, rather, SEC? SEC, Stock Exchange, SEC, that they literally couldn't, uh, they, they just couldn't stop trading, basically, right. and they did. And so it's like, it's pretty black and white, and... Here we are. So we'll I just pay I, the legal fees. It'll be fine. It'll work out for Robinhood. Their IPO this year is gonna be super successful. Oh, and, nice. and they have they have uh, big money from fucking Citron and oh, yeah, Melvin do. or whatever. So they like... only got three billion dollars in the last month, John, for un unrelated things. Okay, yeah. just unrelated, unrelated things. They happen to get a few billion. Just totally not that. All right. So yeah, leave the uh, leave the gambling to the gamblers, and if you're a layperson who's still trying to get in on Dogecoin, stop, please. <laughs> Too late. Leave gambling to professional gamblers, okay? It, truly, that's yeah, that's it. Yeah, you don't go into the casino like you know what everything on black. I saw that guy do it. That seems good. <laughs> well, I mean, I think some people actually do. You and Dogecoin's like doing the same thing, but with green. <laughs> You're like oh, yeah, everything yeah. on green. <laughs> Double zero or bust. Doge is gonna go to the moon, and you know it. It's gonna be worth point oh seven dollars in no time. Okay, uh, next piece <laughs> of news. Apple has announced a VR headset. Uh, it doesn't seem like it's retail-specific or, like, video game-specific, because Apple doesn't really lean into that as much as they could mm -hmm. uh all i know is it's two 4k screens yeah 8K. that's about all i know from it yeah. 8k screens mm -hmm. of course 8k screens uh giving new meaning to retina display mm -hmm. um like <laughs> yeah have they announced anything else with it or was it just the headset yeah so basically all i want to talk about was just because i have the fucking oculus uh okay. just for like yeah yeah comparison's sake mine was be our vr guy <laughs> well <laughs> maybe not but i can at least talk about it uh the you know mine for the 299 that it was gets 1080p you know that i mean i can't complain i can play whatever games i want because i can just sideload them and it's a pretty insane product that for 299 dollars i mean granted a lot of money it's not like everyone should go buy one right now it's so cheap but He's every one of my friends at least has one console let alone a pc so like instead of getting whatever you know ps5 or xbox whatever the fucking thing is called like that's way worth my money than either of those two things and it's cheaper so i'm really interested to see especially because this has gotten people to be more interested in vr now because it's so cheap 
that now that people are like, oh, VR's cool, like, what does the more luxurious side of that look like? $3,000 is still <laughs> relatively cheap if it can do a lot. Like, if Apple really goes all out with how they're you know, integration with their app stores, if they're going to make, like, VR exclusives for, like, Apple games, right, that they can do, and it can go, you know, you can still sideload, and you can still do all the developer shit that you can do on that. I would say, I would say it's going to be really, really interesting. And I have a feeling, don't quote me on it, I have a feeling that they're going to go the way of, like, Google Glass, and they're going to try to make this, like, not just VR, but, like, AR. Yeah. And... I and again, know. maybe not this first iteration. It depends how it does. But iteration two, it'll have cameras, it'll have fucking weather, and you can, like, you know, just, like, pull the little gear or flip a panel and, like, poof, the goggles That'd come cool. up and now they're glasses. That'd be cool. You know? That'd be cool. I just don't see Apple doing any gaming stuff with this just because I don't feel like they care about it at all. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think it's going to be, like, a gaming exclusive right. thing. But I think they would be in the wrong because, I mean, that's like 90% of what VR headsets get purchased for. Like, If anyone can make VR mainstream, <laughs> I literally, gaming? Apple is like the it's company. Like TV, movies, Netflix, etc. streaming or just watching videos of some kind. And then it's like porn. And I'm pretty sure all three of those have a great overlap. Like, oh, yeah. it's not really bar <laughs> diagrams. It's like Venn diagrams and Oculus is there. Uh, I I know like and if you're using this for commercial or I've heard uh, Hololens Microsoft's AR goggles I heard they use or they do construction blueprints with that um, I assume that might be what they might lean towards more of the uh, I don't know how to describe it the business side definitely not retail. Since three thousand dollars is a lot of money for just a I mean, casual person to throw down, yeah. and I, I don't think it's. I mean, so is it fucking eight hundred dollars for a goddamn phone every year, to a thousand like yeah. two hundred for the <laughs> okay. X that it you're was. Not gonna, you're not gonna hear an argument from me. Um, like Apple is known to just put whatever price tag they want because they know the thing will sell. And I can only think of like two devices that they ever had that weren't like selling like hotcakes but still sold like crazy and made way more money than it deserved to like like their a thousand dollar stand that they had or is eight hundred dollars was it a laptop was it a macbook and they had like three ipads come out one year it was like the first time the mini came out the mini, yeah, yeah. yeah and they had the mini the pro and the regular and i was like you're you're the ipad has one function and it's to be a tablet Right. And the size of the tablet, like the storage space is not the inhibiting reason. Like the cost is the inhibitor of the tablet. So you've just made one cheaper, great. But now you have a, a more expensive one. Like who's buying that? Just super rich people who were like, hey, I got the Pro, bro. The Apple <laughs> Yeah, that's it. And so I'm like, but that's why exactly why the Oculus thing rip off whatever would sell the VR headset. Well, I don't know what it's called. I just don't know what the marketing They'll is. They'll have a fun name mm -hmm. for it. Oh, yeah. Good name for it. I'm only gonna buy the Apple VR if, like, I could afford it in the first place. But I will buy it if you can put it on and talk to your genius. Be like, if you put it on, he, <laughs> he's like, they just have like a genius bar, and they're all like wearing theirs. And you're like, <laughs> like my phone is broke. It's like, <laughs> can you explain? That's like a that'd virtual. Cool. Wait, wait. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm, I'm kind of into that. 
so i mean i've told you before but like you can like set up like study rooms and different things on free apps on that yeah. and you can literally like be your little avatars and write on whiteboards together i have no doubt that there's a fucking mm, genius store them. yeah like and it could be a work from home job too because <clears> all the dude has to do is put his fucking goggles on then troubleshoot whatever phone like and they have front-facing cameras because obviously they have to capture the room so you could literally have your phone in front of you send them a picture of your phone like yeah my screen's locked look and then show them your phone holy fuck this isn't the start That'd be crazy uh, this isn't the start it's the start has already began of humans turning into begun uh, of humans turning into the humans from wally where we're all just like fat yeah, pieces of shit. We are so like, heavy. You never, have to, you, you, you never have to leave your house to do anything. Yeah. Just wait for the apple chair that flies you around yeah, and then we'll be done. It's a computer, a phone, all in one chair. <laughs> it shits for you, it pisses for you. I mean, hey, you know what? Just make my life even easier. Why not? It's got your credit card information stored in it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, now off to the movies and TV. Uh, it's been a bit of a slow week, but that never stops us, so let's get into it. G4, or the newly rebooted G4, has announced that X-Play and Attack of the Show are returning this summer. Uh, those two shows being very, maybe the most popular shows on G4 during its sure. prime. Uh, I don't know g4's prime but you know when it was actually a thing still still open right when people still watched it and it wasn't dead <laughs> there's uh there's no confirmation on whether anyone will return like adam sessler or uh olivia Munn. i i really doubt olivia munn would ever think about it again uh or wait is olivia munn she g4 she might have been ign i might be mm, getting i don't know Whatever. I think it's Olivia. Let's Mark. just say Olivia. G four. G four. Olivia. Mark, yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, <clears throat> yeah. There's no confirmation. Uh, they've also signed Dude, or have this I... partnership with YouTuber Gus Johnson. Uh, That's he, big. Yeah. He put out a video, or G four put out a video where Gus Johnson plays a fake CEO of G four, and he's basically talking about how like all their shitty ideas. And he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna say we're uh, coming out in February, but it's February. We can come out later. Um, it's pretty good. It's a little long for a Gus Johnson video, right? Yeah, those are like thirty seconds, maybe a minute, but yeah, usually less. Like minutes. Um, it's. I'm kind of curious to see whether he'll be a host or just material making yeah, material just like a bit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would watch X Play with Gus Johnson hosting it. That doesn't sound too bad to me." I was thinking, if they can't get Olivia Munn, they can definitely steal what's-her-name from uh, that one I keep talking about every week. Every time we mention G4, I bring it up, but the... V Vin? Ven? Vin? I don't know. And it's got Sasha Gray. Oh, right. Ven? Ben? Yeah, it's like yeah. the YouTube G4, and they also do Twitch now. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's just totally. it's literally just a gaming channel, and then they also do, like, now some pop culture stuff and they've got um oh fuck you all might know him he's this like older asian dude maybe like 45 maybe even pushing 50 and he's got like a one word name so everyone just knows him like you know like rapper like tupac is tupac like he's got a one word thing and uh i don't know he i think he's got like a hip-hop show or something on vin and i'm like okay interesting weird totally. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's strange. I mean, <laughs> so Sasha Gray. Something I won't tune into. Yeah, I was gonna say Sasha Gray has like a sex show. I guess talk about sex and let's ask all your weird questions. Awesome. awesome. Yeah, it's it's not worth tuning in. But I was like, she's probably hurting for the money. She, they could steal her pretty easily. Is she hurting? I bet yeah. She's working that shit show, so. I guess that's true. Oh. I don't know. If I had enough paychecks, I'll. I'd think about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's clearly done a lot worse for money, so. Okay, well, you thought we were done talking about GameStop. Well, too bad. MGM and I haven't added this, but now Netflix are both producing a film, and I'm not sure if Netflix's project is going to be a TV show or a movie, uh, but they're both producing projects based on the GameStop squeeze. I that hope Deep this... Value gets a role. Last few weeks, I really he gets do. Cast I, as himself. What's the title gonna be? You know, like it's got to be something good to the moon or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, to the moon. They advertise it as like a fucking like NASA TV show or a Space Force TV show, and it's really just a fucking bunch of idiot redditors on their computers trying to watch the stock price. That's my thing. How are they even gonna make a show? Unless it's the, literally deep fucking value or... The language is going to have so many F-bombs mm. and not the word fuck and so many, like, R-words and not, you know, That's, a four-letter yeah. one. Netflix is just going to add, like, add a tally to, like, why they should be canceled. But, I mean, that's literally, like, how those people talk on yeah. that subreddit. Like, like, a, like, the, like the egregious use of the word autist. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. There's no it's, way to capture it, right? No. And it's, it's not like the big short where, you know, we had years and years <laughs> and years to discover exactly what happened and every single player involved and we could actually base characters off said people. This is just... Who were Whoever. the people involved other than fucking deep fucking value? <laughs> I've... They I don't just know talk to the moderators and get all the info. <laughs> yeah. They put like the CEO of Robin Hood and they put like, I don't know, Secretary of the Treasury. What what, who's, I, I, who's in charge of the Fed? Is it the Secretary of Treasury? That's Do we have a fine. Treasury Secretary? I don't even know how That sounds right. <laughs> that sounds government, you know. Oh, okay, I don't want to talk about politics too much, but I want to interject because I mentioned Secretary. Buttigieg Judge is the transportation secretary. Yeah. Did you see his thing about he wants to have like he wants to make the U.S. the uh, world leader of uh, speed trains. Yeah, it's not gonna happen, but yeah. Could you I imagine if for like twenty-five dollars? Yeah, I mean, of course, cars and planes have way too much control over the U.S. economy. But like, for twenty-five bucks, you could just get on like a speed train and go from like, you know, maybe you have to drive to like Cincinnati or Columbus, and then, you know, in like three hours, be it fucking like. I don't even like LA. You know what I mean? Like, what? Uh, you know, I just, I just don't see it. <laughs> I just, I really, realistically, everything about it, I don't see it. There's too much money against it. It's just, it would cost so much money. It's gonna happen, and it would not cost only, so much. not only is it gonna happen. That's just the first four years of this presidency. <laughs> they, don't, they don't even need a second. We're getting it done in four We're going years. to the moon. <laughs> to the moon. To the moon. I mean, no, there's I no like a rail. I, yeah, I a rail system like fucking. If you just wanted to do Texas, that'd be expensive as hell. So, like, let alone a national one. There's just no way. No way. And, I, I and literally it. like Southwest Airlines alone can get that canceled. Forget Delta. Yeah. Forget American. Forget like 
like Southwest is like we own quick, convenient travel in a region. Own it. No one comes close. And then you have like Ford and fucking uh, General Motors coming in. Tesla, even to probably some extent, who are like, bitch, what? Like, American cars are like the most American thing ever. Like, you think Ford, you're like, hmm, we invented the fucking assembly line. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, God. <laughs> like, it's never going to happen <laughs> ever. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. No, I mean, I'm, I'm all in for the hopeful thinking. Uh, I mean, we can get past the GameStop thing. I really don't care about it anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can move past it now. Is that right? Hopefully. Um, like, I, I appreciate the sentiment. I really do. But like you said, the AOC thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's a lot of just talk. Because we're in, yep, yep, because we're once, in charge. And... Once I see that rail, like, being put down, all right, I'll, I'll eat my words. But well, I don't think that's the funny thing, too. It really, like, in a time where jobs are at, like, a critical, weird low, what a great time to be building infrastructure. People are off the roads. People are at home. Like, that's a pretty easy job to be socially distanced. Right. And it's, like, physical labor, you know? So people are happy to do the overtime because it makes big money. Like, you know, you need the welders. Like, there's a bunch of unions involved. Like, that also looks good for Dems. Like, there's a bunch of... There's a bunch of wins embedded in that whole thing, and it's funny because I just know U.S. like politics and the way that every fucking big financial institution will be like, "What? Hell yeah! For the people? No, no, no." Well, see, I have a theory: we'll never get self-driving cars because auto insurance companies will just <laughs> destroy them. They'll just be like, "Uh-uh, you can't have those. You can test them. You can't sell them, though." Uh, give it time. I, I'm sure we'll see that play out, however long it may be, a couple years, even. Okay, uh, back to the news. Uh, Edgar Wright has said he's finished writing Baby Driver 2. Um, Still have Numb Nuts? Ansel Elgert? Court? I don't know. I don't know. That was a... <laughs> I didn't know who you were talking about. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Well, he baby, was the baby literally... driver, right? Like, that's the titular yeah. role. Yeah. Is it about him being a young kid driving then? Isn't that the? Yeah, that that was Baby Driver. I didn't really care for the movie. Really, like it was shit. Cool. I didn't like it at all. I didn't yeah. think it was cool. I thought it was like it was watchable. Yeah, it's fine. But I didn't come away thinking I need a second one. Yeah. Um, like even say... their music choices felt a little ham-fisted. It was like. Oh, it was very. The music was. He was like, very, very... let me put my fucking. Yep. I put headphones in and just rock out for a minute. You know? Yeah, I need my earbuds in to drive. That's yeah. Like I was just waiting for like the rude sandstorm to come on. <laughs> that would that would have been awesome. That would have made the whole movie if I had a countdown. That see that would have made it a fun and actual enjoyable romp is the word I guess I'm looking for. But instead, it was like okay, he's a smartly written movie action movie edgar wright you know his his scripts are always tight i'd rather have like a shonda did too i know he's probably heard that a billion trillion times but it doesn't change the sentiment that everybody would prefer that okay uh have you heard of the show called trickster john it was on cw slash cbc oh well you have okay well too bad it was canceled 
<laughs> because <clears throat> the creator of the show claimed to have indigenous heritage, and those were false claims. Um, right. Naturally, because Elizabeth was... Warren's threat is not very good. <laughs> yeah, if you're not a 90-year-old politician, it doesn't work out yeah. too well. Yeah. Uh, you can't really fake your way through it when CW's got their eagle eyes. Uh, Trickster, I think that's what ran... you get. What you get, eagle eye too, dude. Get Shia LaBeouf uncanceled. Eagle eye, eagle eye too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what terrible timing for that. Yeah, truly. Um, <laughs> I think Trickster ran for two or three seasons. It doesn't really matter now. But What's I it enjoy... even about? I've never even heard of it. I don't know. I don't really care too much. I just love the story because it's about an indigenous teen. I just love the story because instead of hiring somebody else or ruining their contract, they just said, nah, let's cancel the whole entire show and fuck the actors, fuck the production, fuck everybody whose work is involved in this. They're just like, eh, that one guy, one person lied. Sorry. Yeah, they were clearly just not invested in this show. They were like, oh, we were going <laughs> to cancel it anyways. This is our out. Exactly. I, maybe that's it. That would actually make more sense. Because it's almost like a, like a Kevin Spacey situation. Netflix didn't fuck over House of Cards. They gave him one more season to give him paychecks and stuff. But I could just imagine, or sorry, I couldn't imagine, Netflix just pulling the plug. Sorry, production crew, you're out of a job because one guy did a thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This just seems kind of unfair to everybody else involved. Can we talk? You brought it up. That video that he put out. Which one? Because yeah. there's been like, <laughs> which one? Yeah, he's he's, he's done it so many three. times. The first he, he one. The very first time it happened. Time. I know, but the very first time it happened, where the he like Christmas, like two years ago played his character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what was... I've done, and I know what <laughs> I've done, but I've paid. For... <laughs> yeah. It takes some big balls. Okay, he might be a terrible person. <laughs> I, I want this on record. Kevin Spacey might be a terrible person, but that's a ballsy move. <laughs> I was going to say, he's still a good actor. You oh, know what I mean? mean? We're not going to argue that. You know what I <laughs> no wish? I am actually a fan. Not not that I'm a fan. I don't know how to really explain this. I enjoy when... I love his game. work. Well, no, no, no. This is, this, is, this is not about Kevin Spacey specifically. <laughs> But like when showrunners decide to go for whatever reason, this actor or actress doesn't come back for whatever. Like uh, Batman Begins to Dark Knight, what, what's her name? Rachel is it? You know, it's uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal in the first movie. Whoever the fuck in the next movie, Maggie like Gyllenhaal in the second. second movie, right? Sorry, and not in the first. Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes, and like no one just fucking. It's like they just play it off like it's been this, like that person the whole time. I wish they would have just recast Frank Underwood as just another really good like high build actor yeah and then Steve just play Carrell. and just okay yeah sure <laughs> and just played it off like it was he was frank underwood the whole time like they don't, they don't look that dissimilar and he's already doing that fucking newsroom bullshit where he's doing like a serious drama role he's capable dude i just That's remember that the fucking space force show came out after you said his yeah. name and i'm like i oh, forgot that i started i started watching that <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> I watched the first uh, episode and I didn't sorry. laugh once and I said, nope. I yeah. tried. I watched uh, a few I episodes. I it was I a couple times. It was not worth it. Um, um, 
Yeah. I, I think the new season's coming out this year. I think that's getting a second season. It should stop. Why? Because the off people hated The Office the first season, so like you know, you got to give it a second season. Mommy, but uh... it's Netflix, so it's gonna get two seasons and two seasons. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. Nothing more because you know, I guess third season's expensive. Okay, moving on to some Disney Plus news because every week Disney has to announce something. Uh, Zach Braff, oh, the actor we all know and love, yes, I love, has been cast in the lead role of Disney Plus's Cheaper by the Dozen reboot. Okay, yeah, I'm interested um, very much. I, I I really don't know if this is a show. I assume it's a movie, but knowing Disney Plus, it fucking might be a show. Zach Braff playing the role of Steve Martin. Um, you know, I don't really have a Steve Martin. For that. They should have had Steve Martin. Maybe Steve Martin can be the grandpa. Maybe Zach Braff's one of his kids. Yeah. That'd be good, actually. I yeah, it's like a continuation. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. It's like the vacation movie, but it might actually be good this time. Did you guys ever see the reboot of Vacation? No. Oh. Okay. Well, it's about the son growing up to be Ed Helms from The Office. Ed Helms. Um, it's really bad. It's really bad. <laughs> There's nothing. I believe it. I believe that. Nothing else to it. Okay, uh, Disney Plus has announced a Percy Jackson series. Ooh, I did see this. I was not... I think I read the first book. I wasn't the biggest fan. I just know that the fan uh, reaction to the movie series was not too hot. It was not too hot because, I don't know, it must have taken out a lot or it got the tone wrong. I'm not sure. I think it was just really not true. Not I mean, most movies are not true to the book if they're adaptations, but this one was like incredibly not true. I don't remember because it's been so long since I've read the book or watched the movie. Right. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see a show with a lot of money put into yeah. it. I mean, Disney Plus. It's yeah, gonna because yeah, I love Greek mythology. I mean, this this book series is what got me and millions of other <laughs> teenagers in the greek mythology i think right and yeah so i'm excited to like see this with a big budget because i think it'll probably be pretty good and th- this ties into the classic thing i always say of like disney plus has so much potential but i know because it's gonna be pg pg 13 it's gonna miss that little bit that like yeah, american gods could have gotten Right? Like, American Gods is pretty good. Everyone still says the book is better. I haven't read the book, but, like, mythology in general is super interesting. Most American people, Gods at least in a couple me, stories. American Gods has given me one amazing episode that I can... <laughs> like, that's kind of... Either way, American... I'm just saying. It's going to be interesting, and I'll probably watch it, because I liked Percy Jackson. At least, I've read, like, the first couple books. I haven't read the whole series. And then, I watched all the movies that came out. There were two, right? Mm-hmm. Three? Yeah, but no, there too. Yeah, and they were good enough, you know. They were enjoyable, but I was also a kid, so yeah. I don't right. think they hold up. Like, I haven't come back to rewatch them for any reason. I really, I mean, you know what? I doubt they hold up. It's going to take a guess. Gamble, I mean, the CGI uh... at least has got to be terrible, let alone oh, the yeah, plot I bet. and the acting. Well, Disney Plus, I mean, they have quite a roster this year. Or quite a lineup this year, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, I think Percy Jackson is coming out later this year, like late this year. Okay, and some more Disney news, sort of. 
uh, Chloe Zhao, the director of the upcoming Marvel Cinematic Universe movie Eternals, or The Eternals, is to direct a Dracula reboot for Universal. The movie has been described with two such words as sci-fi and western. Excuse me? <laughs> Dracula? Sci-fi? Dracula, Dracula western. Sci-fi, western. Same movie. Three words, one movie. <laughs> I feel like my dad wrote a book like this. It, I, you know what? They actually found the book. <laughs> not even capping. Not even capping. Yeah. Even well, see, this is after Universal canceled their monster universe, whatever, and we got The Invisible Man, which, thank God, that's I'm appreciative of that. Uh, but this, I don't know. You know... I think Dracula, I think they could do a really cool just retelling of it. If they just went classic Dracula, I think a bigger budget these days could give a really nice horror movie. But a Western sci-fi Dracula... Well, and I, am I crazy? Like, aren't like the Van Helsing movies slash TV shows considered like better? Like, Isn't it better to have like a protagonist than a weird, complicated villain? Yeah, uh, well, you know what, Van Helsing sci-fi western does sound actually like if they focus. So maybe on maybe them, that's that the premise. Cool. Maybe they just are calling it Dracula, but maybe it's like a real Van Helsing story. I just I really hope it's not fucking Dracula. It's just a ten thousand years old. He's lived to the future. Like this is just what yeah, like what it's getting or what I. He's think like it's Palpatine Emperor yeah, status, where he's just like decrepit wanna. in a chair. It's all about his goons. His little <laughs> oh, bats flying around. Yeah, dude, he's like a ruler and of a city suit. or something. Dude. <laughs> it's an Adam Sandler movie, and Adam Sandler's <laughs> okay. the zookeeper, and the bats are Dracula's kids. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. <laughs> Uh, actually, you know what? If he's, like, old, decrepit, if he's old, decrepit, Sidious, and, like, ruler of a fucking city or something, that actually, you know what? I'm kind of back in, but I really why, why doubt s- that's how it's going to work. Why settle for a city? Just choose a planet. I mean, he's ruler of a country, of the, whatever you want. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 I'm in. But I just have a feeling it's going to be, oh, he's a 40 to 50-year-old white actor who is gonna has a british accent he has a british accent oh of course he's gonna have but a they're british in like accent. romania british accent they're future but they're in romania. romania future romania <laughs> uh you know what i guess we'll see eternals hasn't come out yet so i guess close is probably what is eternals am i supposed to know what it's that is a new marvel cinematic movie right it's like the, is that uh, is that the name of a superhero group or something that i don't no, know about? it's just the like the precursor human race like the people who made the humans uh, you know, the flashbacks, was it Guardians? One of the flashbacks in, I think, Guardians or something, showed giant alien creatures, mm-hmm. you know, the Titan people, mm-hmm. that's one of them. That's one of the Eternal. So it's just pre-MCU. Uh, it starts like Angelina Jolie... Yeah, it's it's got some big mm. names. Uh, uh, Mars, uh, what's his name? The guy who played a uh, Stark son, Ned. Gus son. Johnson. Uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, it's got the guy from Atlanta. The guy who plays Paperboy. Oh, Paperboy. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's gonna be one of the Eternals, and it's got uh, what's his name? I can't think of anyone's name tonight. The guy from Silicon Valley. 
Which you one? Mean the Indian dude. Indian uh, dude. Oh, uh. Oh, I know it. Oh, I love him. Indian What's his fucking name? He's Pakistani, I believe. He's Pakistani, I believe. Pakistani. I, I oh my god, I what's really his can't fucking name? I don't know. I was just, I was just, it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, this is... This is why I should come prepared when I talk about something that's not really part of the news. <laughs> All right. It's killing oh, me. He's from the big Kumail Nanjiani. Kumail. Yeah, yeah. Kumail Nanjiani. I was like, <laughs> I love him so much. What is his name? Oh. Uh, yeah, that's that's why he's like posting pictures of him with a 10-pack abs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna be oh, wait. Does, did he get super buff for it? Yeah, yeah. he's super ripped now. He's yeah. crazy ripped. He's oh, my. Ripped. Oh, my. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh my god. That's that Marvel dietitian. If Kamel can do it, I can fucking do it. No, that's not. <laughs> you know how much money Marvel probably pays for that? There's probably like a specific guideline. Do you know how much GameStop stock my grandkids are going to inherit? <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Matrix 4 has you know, been revealed. Uh, but we didn't know what it was called because every Matrix movie needs a subtitle. It's coming out it's this cool. year, right? Yes. <laughs> it's supposed to. Uh, but you never know with Rona, Warner Bros. You never is know. It, is it the fucking uh, Wachowski, Wachowski, whatever you say their name, the sisters? I think it's only one of them. I don't think it's both of them. I think it's Lana Wachowski, uh, I believe. Uh, they have yeah, a falling out? Is... No, one of them did one I think one of them just like quit kind of being in the spotlight. Kind of quit being there directing. Yeah, after Jupiter Ascending, I wouldn't blame anybody for quitting. <laughs> uh, if you've seen that movie, you would get that joke because that is an awful goddamn movie. It's pretty bad. <laughs> All right. They also uh, make yeah. Cloud Atlas, though, so. So. <laughs> at, least, at, least, at, least, at least at least, Lana I don't know if both but. Okay well back to it Matrix 4 is going to be titled Matrix Resurrections Um That's Kind of I wouldn't guess that but honestly It kind of makes too much sense Like oh Someone's getting resurrected and I'm assuming And they're resurrecting Leo. And they're resurrecting the franchise, you know. Yeah, I, I I get it. I'm not sure if I love it, but I get it. Which uh, one was Reloaded? Happened. Was that the animated thing, or was that? You remember Matrix Reloaded? Was that a game? Or was that? No, no, no. It was one of the movies. Maybe it was just the second one, but. Was that really called Reloaded? Yeah, second installment in the Matrix film. Okay. Okay. So maybe yeah. they're keeping the R thing, and they're like, we're just gonna. Because Matrix Revolution Three, right? Or... Matrix Three is Matrix Revolutions. Revolution. Oh, Revolution. And four, and four is going to be Resurrection. Resurrection. No S. Oh, oh, no S. Okay, sorry about that. Resurrection. Um, I guess we'll see how that comes or how that goes this year. It's going to be on HBO Max day of release, so it's going to be almost no reason not to watch it. Yeah. Although Wonder Woman 84 kind of <laughs> might, might be a reason not to watch it, honestly. And speaking of HBO Max, they have announced that they are going to add an ad-based cheaper plan by the end of this year. Since their current plan is $15 a month and it's ad-free, that's their only plan. Uh, they're taking the route of Hulu, Peacock, 
whatever, pretty much anything but Netflix. I don't like this. I I, I don't know, man. Ad based. That's stupid. Make it free if it's gonna be ad based. Don't even make it cheaper. Just make it free. Yeah. Um, yeah. Basic cable style, dude. Because I I, I I don't care if it's cheaper. I just ad based commercials. Nope. Cannot yeah. do that. Yeah. If you start as a free product and you want to release a premium product ad free, great. If you're starting as a premium product, no one cares to get an ad one for cheaper. No one wants ads, period. If someone's already bought in your product, they're not going to lose that product to have ads. I for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're struggling for four bucks, you know, for whatever the reduct reduced cost is, even if it's ten bucks off a month, if you need that ten bucks, you shouldn't have fucking HBO Max in the first place. Yeah, <laughs> if really? ten bucks a month, is, you're like really doing your tabulations to figure out how you can squeeze that in. You don't need HBO good. Max. Yeah. All right. Okay, and our last piece of news, also an HBX, HBO Max piece of news. They announced that they're going to produce podcasts. Who's starting... the CEO of HBO Max? Yeah, I don't know. Starting <laughs> with a Batman podcast. If a Batman podcast can make it, guys, we're going to be fine. <laughs> I <clears throat> this one really stumped me because. Why? Like, why? What's the what's the data? I need to pour through the figures, the numbers. I, I need so, to see... Richard Plepler. Is he the if Max Division guy? If you're listening, we need to be on HBO Max. Is Thank he the you. Max CEO? Or the he's, he's, the CEO he's the CEO and chairman of HBO, which uh, is well, the subsidiary of HBO. a different division, though. So no way. I think like Warner Bros. Max is its own division. Head <clears> of <throat> HBO Max. You're beginning to get the same answer. <laughs> Either way, this doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I listen to podcasts when I'm doing other things. I and I've never like sat down on my couch to like put something on and been like I would never if I turned on my fucking TV. And saw, like, I could watch this TV show, this movie, or a podcast while I'm sitting here. It's never going to be the podcast. Right. It's going to be, you know, like, TV, movie. That, that begs the obvious question. What the fuck is going to happen when I press X or enter on the podcast? Just black screen and then hear some voices. No, it would. TV. I think it would definitely be some something like someone watching us do it. Or, you know, like... H3H3 when they upload their podcast okay, on Spotify. Doing a Batman podcast. Like like a fictional in the world of Batman. Um Wait, 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 what? Like it's going to be like Batman the character. It's gonna be an uh, audio adventure. Uh oh. Yeah, Jeffrey Wright is gonna voice Batman. He also uh, plays Jim Gordon in the new Batman. What? Who thought that that was good? Like you just made an audiobook, but a podcast? Well, see, Marvel's been doing it. Marvel's been doing it the last few years, but they've been putting it on Comixology and Spotify. They've done a, like a Wolverine one. Um, Is it good? That's the thing. They've I don't know. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they put it on the the appropriate platforms. HBO Max. I where's yeah, the like, overlay? How many podcast yeah. listeners are watching HBO Max? I, 
I don't know what they're hoping to achieve out of this. I bet you they're going to waste a lot of money doing this. It's going to be similar right. to watching like a, like really highly produced YouTube videos. Like, like I think there's one podcast that I know of um, where they do like Dungeons and Dragons as a family, mm. but they oh, have yeah. it animated, I think. So it's like every season is like a new uh, campaign. Carmen Quest. And then they've, yeah, so they've got it um, like animated. And of course, if they were like making a joke or something, you know, that would be in the animation as well. But I don't know for something like super script. I'm not really sure. Is there even a mobile app for Atrio Max? I mean, I you would yeah. think they would is want. There? there is. You'd think they'd want people to, you know. I mean, that's the only time I think most people listen to podcasts is on their phone on the go. Um, that's what I'm saying, but like, just get a fucking audiobook, right? Right, right. You would think they could. An audiobook's audio, got to be better because a they book... could do an audio retelling of a comic book, even if they wanted to do that. That would be fine. But, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. But a podcast like, instead, just seems... they're going to make a fictional podcast following the Batman. Yeah. Okay. HBO Max definitely has an app. I was like, okay, so it has a phone app. So I guess. I guess it's possible for these to work out for them. I just don't see this being a selling point for HBO Max. I mean, oh, should I get Netflix, which has, you know, movies and TV, or HBO Max that has podcasts and movies and TV? I, More options. Know. And it, they're going to have a, they're gonna have ads, so it's cheaper. Ad, yeah, ad-based, cheap plan for the podcast. For the podcast. Yeah. I'm curious. I, I would like to see how they do it and then oh, you know, how we get involved. It. Yeah, how we get involved. <laughs> see what this yeah, show will look right. like with some money behind it. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, $75,000, we got all the Queeby merch. Like, hey, we're we'll, good. We'll make, we'll make Bad Friends Worst Critics and HBO Max exclusive for the right amount of money. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got people chomping at the bit, all right? Netflix yeah. about to open their podcast department. They've been itching. Okay. That hey, wait, wait a second. That has to be part of our agreement. If 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 somehow we're ever blessed, we're like sitting down there. The papers there. They're like, here's all the money you'll need. It's a lot of money, and we're like, uh, you gotta add one thing, or we're fucking out of here. We want the rights <laughs> to Queeby. Like just the name. we don't even want. We don't even want like HBO presents. Bad Friends vs. Critics. It's like Queeby presents <laughs> Bad Friends vs. Critics. Yeah. And then like, you know, fine print like subsidiary of HBO or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that'll be good. <laughs> okay, uh, that was the last piece of news if we want to move on. Cool. I quickly, I googled Sarah Aubrey, who is the actual, uh, I forget, chief strategist, chief operational oh, officer Max. of HBO Max. Yeah. yeah. And she's just a producer. Uh, I guess she's married to someone rich. Uh, I don't know. Classic producer. Uh, but she produced The Leftovers. Uh, she's really? executive producer yeah. for 28 episodes. Hell yeah, that's all. That's most of the episodes. She executive produced Friday Night Lights back in 2004. But Damn, then she's got. She a, nope, but she's got a bunch of weird ones. She's got Battleship. She's got The Kingdom. She's got Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Sword of Destiny. Oh, the she's show. Got, she's got The Fight Game with James Lapley TV series. I don't even know who that is or what that is. Jim Lap Lampley. Jim Lampley. I can't read. I still don't know what that is, but it's all over the place. What is this? Who is this lady? <laughs> She's the person making the decisions on a Batman podcast. Okay. She, she produced Lars and the Real Girl. Boom. <laughs> oh my god, that movie's so bad. We can we can definitely get on her good side. 
It's this is gonna this shoot is, her an email, Joe. Yeah. I mean to, that movie's great. I love you, Sarah. Uh, to the moon listening. with this podcast. To the, to the moon. Um, before we leave news, I'm not going to let all that work I was doing go for nothing. We have to talk about this MTV thing. MTV oh, oh, going yeah, down yeah, the yeah. fucking... Right, back, right, right. It's not on my news paper. Yeah, yeah. Paper. Oh, not even... <laughs> <laughs> you mean the black, white, and red? Uh, yeah. Four-panel piece of paper that you got in oh, front wait. of you? Yeah, wait, hold on. <laughs> this that. is so crazy. Just like... I knew MTV was dying when we were young, but like to see what it is now, it's just so, so I've got like, if you're watching the stream or if you watch us on the video, you'll see that, um, MTV is ridiculousness, the network at this point, this is just insane to me. The ridiculous just, TV. Yeah. On Sunday, on Sunday, from 6 a.m. to 5:30 a.m. the next day, yeah. it is actually just all ridiculousness. Hell yeah, dude! Can't get enough Rob Deerdeck, okay? I can. Yeah, I can get uh, enough Rob Deerdeck in a single five-minute like pre-ad, post-ad sesh. He was the single worst part of Robin Big. Yeah. Truly. I, Truly. Yeah. yeah. I actually liked every skater that featured, except for Rob Deerdick. I liked all his friends. I liked the Fantasy Factory. I love fucking Big. Rob was a cringe fest and was like 20 years too old then. And now he's like 40 <laughs> years old. Dude, I mean, he's dude. gotta be past 40, dude. He's past That's 40. That's what I'm saying. He's like 50. Has right? To be. Has to be. He came right? up with the fucking DC shoes, right? That's him? I mean, that was... I think they signed him. I don't think that's actually... Like... Yeah, oh, I swore... I think that, that's he's 46. Okay, he's getting up there. He's getting up there. He's older than no. a lot of skateboarders. He... Yeah, he began to ride for Drawers Clothing, a company that was then transformed to DC Shoes. Okay, never mind. It's like... Yeah. He turned it into DC Shoes. <laughs> it was all him. Nobody else. I mean, Nothing but Deer Deck. It's just crazy. Okay, he's wait. from fucking Kettering, too. I always forget. My God. 200 over the course of a week 230 plays of ridiculousness uh and 14 movies please give me those movies because uh rush hour movie. two rush hour three <laughs> bad yeah. boys one bad boys two Hell yeah. on, on on monday it goes bad boys one bad boys two bad boys one bad boys two can we pause for a minute yeah. Because my brain heard something first, and then you started listing a bunch of movies. I thought you said these were all movies that Rob Deerdick featured in. Oh. And my mind was no. blowing. No, these are, I was no, so this, is, this is Rob Deerdick's top ten movie list. Um, the Devil Wears Prada, Mean Girls, Identity. Please tell, okay, alright, no, no, where's, give me the Venn diagram of audiences where Devil Wears Prada and Rush Hour 3. Please give me that Venn diagram. Ridiculousness is for the young All teenage boys, and Teen Mom is for the young teenage girlfriends of those boys. Mm. And mm. so they can watch Devil Wears Prada back-to-back -back with Bad Boys. Those two movies just have so much nothing in common. Just <laughs> almost nothing. Except the age at which people want to watch them. Identity Thief. 
I don't even know what that movie is. That's a uh, that's a McCarthy movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Melissa McCarthy. Oh with, uh, yeah, yeah, Jack yeah. God damn, no, dude. I don't that think sound so. Right. I think it's like Kristen Wiig. Something like that. Is that the, the it's old, a dude. Where... It's a dude. Are you sure? But it's yeah, but it's not. Yeah, it's uh, fucking Jason Bateman. Oh, poor guy. Oh, yeah, that's a weird pairing. Um, the Hitman's Bodyguard. Oh, with A, A, that's actually a funny movie. I'll give them, although it's TV censored, so it's probably not oh, yeah. funny at all. <laughs> and uh, that's it. That's it for movies. Wow. Well, Hitman's Bodyguard is actually a good movie. I'll recommend You know, I just can't imagine. Could you fucking imagine being a kid and, like, you knew, you wanted to see, like, when your fucking show was going to come on? And, like, you know, you could always say, like, okay, and, like, cycle through, like, what was coming up. Like, like for, okay, for example, like, I'm looking here. If, if for some reason your favorite TV show was Fresh Out Live, I don't know what the fuck that is. There's one play all week. Could you <laughs> imagine just good. going okay. through for, like, a week straight and, like, of the fucking how many hours are in a week? You get, like half an hour for your fucking show god damn that's, that's all you need baby that's all you need that is just so terrible it's a news show the most oh. important music and pop culture news of the week okay oh uh, okay. so uh, yeah okay whatever <laughs> still like oh, man. tv sucks now mtv yeah. tv eats ass i cannot and MTV after, after seeing what? this picture i cannot wait for mtv to announce bankruptcy Let's rephrase. Okay, let's rephrase. And MTV will not because Viacom is a titan of the industry. Mm. Um, but let's. Yeah. I want to rephrase and say TV has always fucking sucked until sure. we had streaming. Sure. Like, yeah. Premium TV and streaming is the only thing that has saved TV. Period. True. That's true. And for every Breaking Bad we get, we get twenty fucking CW shows. TV sucks. TV sucks. You heard it here first. Okay, let's move on. Yeah. I'll talk about what I did this week. Um, I want to hear about it. Okay. Then let's start with Noah. Let's move (laughs) on. No. Um, So I listened to a couple of things. Um, I'll start with this album that I had to pay for to listen to. Yuck in 2021. Why? What? So it's a a Bandcamp exclusive. Um, Uh. So it's, (laughs) it's called Earbuds. Uh, volume one by no earbuds and no earbuds is just like a collection of um a bunch of artists doing covers of like indie rock or indie pop songs um <clears throat> all the proceeds went to some fucking non-profit organization they have i'm not really sure oh dedicated to cannabis related criminal justice reform so okay the money went to a good place at least um I paid for this because Kara Kara, a band that I've talked about a couple of times, John's listened to their thing, didn't like it, whatever. They did a cover of Barty's Strange, or they did a cover of a Barty's Strange song called Mustang. Um, I don't know if you guys know who Barty Strange is. I didn't know until I like listened to this. Oh. Um, the, I'll, so I'll get to him in a second because I also listened to his 2020 album. Um, the only things on here really that I even knew of, I didn't, first off, there were only like three songs of the 20 that were even really good. Um, there was a cover Classic of, a, album. yeah, there was a cover of a, um, 
Rat Boy song, John. I think it was on that album we listened to, Victorian Slum House, maybe, mm-hmm. um, by a band called Hit Like a Girl. Uh, I didn't care for it. I don't think that you would like it either. But Victorian Slum House, that was one of the songs I liked on that album. So you might like it. I don't know. It's a little I slower than the, the Rat Boys. I liked on that album. Um, I take my notes. Yeah, it, it may have been. Um, other than that, I don't really. There's a the Wonder Years. I know one of their songs, but yeah i don't um like i said there were just a few songs in here that were good the kara kara song is in my opinion fire as fuck i know that john wouldn't like it because it sounds very much like their stuff victorian uh, slumhouse is one of the songs i liked on the so Devil. yeah i'll give i'll give you my Bandcamp login you can take a listen to yeah it's not worth it um so i'm digging that song right now uh but that got me interested in barty strange he is a – I found something – he was on a talk show, and he described the album as hip-hop mixed with indie pop mixed with jazz. I didn't really understand where the jazz came from, but it's definitely like indie and hip-hop together. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, so I, I don't like – now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, the album is called Live Forever. Um, I'm not going to recommend it right now because I think that I'm going to, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. must. Oh yeah. It is on Spotify. Um, I think I'm going to recommend it or I'm going to pick this as my album next week. Cause I thought it was really, really good. Um, so I'm just going to make you listen to it next week. Uh, well, I'm just, yeah, I am. But what I'll say is I think that, um, what he did, he did right. What, we will talk about it later vampire weekend i think did wrong and what whoever the fuck john's a green screen john your green screen uh <laughs> you're bad. My um, bad. yeah you're yeah, right you're whoever you did that did you do that on purpose <laughs> oh i thought i literally i thought i saw you like move your hand over like to do something i, I was i was moving some crumbs oh, okay. um and then we talked about who was it the fucking 1975 they were just doing so much like every song sounded different in a bad way yeah Yeah. this was kind of that case but i thought he did it really well whereas like every song or every couple of songs was like a different genre or even like moments they were like you could hear like acoustic guitar so it sounded like kind of singer songwriter but there was like electronic stuff happening over top so it was like two genres happening at the same time and i thought it all sounded really really good good diversity Uh, yeah, so Barty Strange, Live Forever, good album. Um, that's about all I listened to. Um, now, what I watched, I watched all of the People vs. OJ. Yes. Yeah. John, did you watch it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hell yeah. So we're going to... Yeah, so yeah. let's fuck, And I fucking... After I texted my dad, I was like, you lift, like, you watch this on TV. How, like, how is your mind just not... How are you not dead after, like... <laughs> This shit is insane. I was literally like Charlie Kelly from the meme, like, uh, you know, he's like smoking the cigarettes and he's like doing all the, yeah. in, in the fucking mail yeah. room. Like <clears throat> afterwards, like watching like the real footage of like the, you know, the TV show or the, like when it was on TV or like just all the, you know, everything that's happened now or all the lawyer, everyone's written a fucking book about it. Um, and all the defense team is dead except for like, <laughs> Shapiro. Yeah, except for Shapiro, and like everyone is low key like he fucking did it. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. we defended him, but yeah. like he fucking did that shit. Yeah. Like, uh, 
Let's fucking I, talk about it. Let's talk okay, about OJ. That show is fucking fantastic. Yeah. The director, the direction, and the camera work is a little network TV kind of, just a little, just um, uninspiring. But, yeah, it, it wasn't anything to write home about in that aspect, but... Ooh. But it easily makes up for that in providing a a jumping-in point to the entire OJ narrative, to its, the whole case, the whole build-up to the case, all the underlying implications, the racial inequality, all of that. And it's a really well-put-together show. I don't yeah. know that I've ever incredibly casted. The casting incredibly. was so good. The casting yeah, is David fucking Schwimmer insane. kills it. I think John Travolta kills it. Um, John Travolta scares me after watching this. <laughs> I was like, I almost like, I saw that he produced it. Like on the first episode, it said he was listed yeah. as a producer, and I was like, oh, cool. Like he was attached to this, and I fucking see him as the like as Shapiro, and I was like, that's not John Travolta, is it? And it took me a minute to like realize that it, like he looks terrible now he looks really bad i think it's the plastic uh, surgery yeah, and age. yeah. Uh, you have you seen him in the clip for the new super bowl commercial no i think he looks fine i think okay. the shapiro i hope was so. like fake. i think it was literally a fake tan like, okay i hope so i hope so because i felt bad he looked like shit in this show nah, he, looks, he looks fine um like, stuff. I don't think he's had that much work done. Oh my God, man! Dude, oh, I'm about to Google this. I'm saying the Shapiro. Off. Yes, the Shapiro makeup is literal fake stuff, but I don't think he's had that much work done. I hope so. not. But um, like Sterling K. Brown, I think is my favorite. Killed like, it. like I, he is now one of my like top five favorite actors. Go ahead. We're watching This Is Us then, and you just need to start it and fucking watch it. Bro. I didn't know he was in it, but like. I, yes, I, he's my favorite goddamn character in that show. He's such a good actor. He's incredible. I definitely remember you saying that, and I just like played it off. Like I, I mean, I just didn't fucking care then. But like, I remember seeing him in Supernatural, and he was fucking like scary good and super. Yeah, he was um, one of the hunters in the early season who turns into a vampire. He's trying to kill Sam. Acting, man, I, I, okay. This is gonna sound weird because obviously rich actors are privileged and stuff, but I respect the hustle and the grind of actors or you know yeah, you start in the actors. fucking bottom of yeah God, you start at nothing fucking nothing unless yeah. you're like unless you're kate mara and both your fucking grandparents right. own Parents are, yeah. and, uh <laughs> you know unless you're that you fucking you start at nothing and you build your way up and it can be 10 20 years before you get shit is what i i mean i you know going back and watching old shows like nick offerman was in x files hmm. 20 well, yeah, goddamn years before parks yeah. and rec well, not not even to make it like a racial thing too, but like, like when TV crime shows were like the number one thing to watch, CSI and everything else, fucking Law and Order, SVU, and every other Law and Order series there was, especially in the early two thousands. Like most black actors, male or female, just got fucking casted as either like hysterical mom of son dying to gang violence or kid caught up in son, gang violence son dead yeah like you were always some fucking you were some extra that was like dead or shooting at cops or you know like some just like no nothing no fucking you like you barely have to act you know what i mean like it was just like you here you're, you're a kid with a gun and you are black congratulations you got the role i can just imagine the law and order episode you're describing every yeah, episode like, you're describing. Well, like, like sterling k brown i remember he was in an early uh er episode same kind of thing oh, yeah See, and he was, like, i mean yeah, what, 20 years before he's even a name that we're mm -hmm. actually talking about. Yeah. Uh, back to the show, though. 
his play as Darden, ah, there's almost, there are very few shows that I can just watch. Just without a doubt, it doesn't matter if it's been a month, three years, whatever. There are very few drama shows I can sit down and watch. But OJ, if you're saying, hey, I'm watching OJ, I'll sit down and watch 10 hours with you. I don't care. You know what's uh, crazy? I don't know. Sorry, were you finished? I, I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was just going to say, like, I I don't know how many things off the top of my head that I've watched that are based on a true event or just in general. Like, I knew what was going to happen next. Like, I knew that those tapes were going to be played on an episode and, like, that was going to be, like, a pivotal moment in the case where, like, the cop is, like, definitively on tape saying all this yeah. racist shit. And I was, like, so anxious. It was, like, it got, it was so well done that, like, I knew what was, I knew he was going to fucking put the glove on and it wasn't going to work. And, I, like, my heart is racing. And I'm like, holy fuck, man. This is, like, intense shit. It's very good at uh, not even flipping a narrative, Wait. just giving it to we named a bunch of actors. Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh, fucking... you know... <laughs> it wasn't perfect. It was he, not no, fighting. I'm perfect. just saying but he's like... What do I know Cuba Gooding Jr. from? Yeah, but he's like facing no dogs. jail time for harass, sexual harassment and stuff. So. Perfect casting. <laughs> Is he really? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I didn't know that. God damn it, Cuba. Yeah. He apparently likes to touch women when they don't want to be touched. Don't uh, figure he's yeah. a rich fucking man. Like, I don't know how that court case is going or even if it's still going, but that was last year, I believe. I got kind of a bad vibe when I was like going, browsing through YouTube of all the old shit to watch about OJ. There was like a, uh, a clip from uh, Steve Harvey's like talk show where he had Cuba on an episode and Steve was like, let's just, fight. he's like, let's talk about this because this is like the thing that you're in. The show is awesome. And he's like, but you know what? Fuck it. Like, OJ killed those people. And Cuba was like, mm, I'm not really going to say, like, weigh in. Like, he's like, it's crazy you're saying that right now. And Steve's like, he fucking killed those people. Like, what else am I supposed like? And Cuba was like, I'm not going to, like, comment on it. And I was like, Cuba, like, at this point, if, like, you're kind of like, I don't know. Like, I get it was a huge race thing. But see, that's what I appreciate about the show so much is that I never understood why it was a race. I just kind of, you know, okay. But you didn't realize it. like the proximity to like the Rodney King murders no, or anything. I mean, I get the timing and everything. I didn't realize Mark Furman was a thing. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> I didn't, know about Mark Furman. Yeah, I didn't realize how they were going to do it. You know, I just assumed okay, race thing for whatever reason. Family Guy makes a joke about it when I was a kid. Haha, ha, whatever. But then watching the show, you're like, oh, okay, this was a race thing. I got it. Got it. And obviously, you know, the show's not 100%. But when it comes to, like, the courtroom, when it comes to the courtroom, most of the dialogue is very accurate from what I gathered. And, mm -hmm. like, the background things I've looked up. They say that the uh, behind the courtroom is a little fudge. They fudge some things here and there. But, yeah, who the fuck knows what OJ actually said in his house? OJ is probably like, I fucking killed those people. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I will say the one thing I didn't like about the show was the one episode where they were focused on the jury. That I, I thought that was kind of a good uh, switch up. I was. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I, I, I don't definitely think any just. Show I've watched has talked about the jury in a big case before. I think like Twelve Angry Men. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um. I think that the scene where where it's like showing because obviously that happened where they were like 
kicking out jury members, you know, trying to like sway the vote. But like, I don't know, all the background where it's like showing how, like, I get they were there for, you know, a year plus or however long it was. It is like, it's grueling. It sucks. Yeah, it's like, I don't give a fuck. I just want to watch more of the courtroom. And maybe that's why I thought that. I was like, I just need to see more of this fucking, this shit that's like, give it, like, pumping my adrenaline. Like, I didn't know about the goddamn mark Furman tape calling out the judge's wife and the judge's wife being like the chief of police yeah, dude, yeah, so it just like so much. it like you could have gotten a mistrial you're like oh my fucking god damn could have ruined the whole case because one oh okay the guy who plays judge Ito, i want to say he does a great job i don't know his name currently i just want to point that out what else is he uh, from i can't remember he was in wolf of wall street oh okay maybe that's he's yeah he's, he's got that like slick up hair yeah, I remember. kind of thing yeah yeah, he's awesome. Uh, yeah, he's great as Ito. I just want to say that. But I, you know, I, I really there's almost nothing bad I can say about the show. No. Kenneth Choi. Sure. Kenneth Choi, you do great, man. Keep it up. <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> Hope you get paid more. He was in Captain America: The First Avenger. Sure. Was he one of the the? One of the gorilla crew, uh, the uh, how do I know the character's name, dude? Maybe 10 years ago, I could tell you. <laughs> oh, he was in Deep Core. I don't know what that is. Sure, tell him. Science fiction uh, movie uh, early on about drilling and shit. Plane, is that the only thing you watch? Okay, um, yeah, other than some Hell's Kitchen and Chopped sprinkled in there, but um think that's it if not i'll interject when i remember but i'm pretty sure that's all i've watched so no you can go next okay i wanted to go next so i can piggyback off the oj thing i after re-watching oj um i went on google and just put oj found footage documentary just to see if i can get some like raw footage documentary uh there weren't really but there was one on amazon called oj the hidden tapes Hmm. And it was the civil case that the Goldmans brought to OJ. Oh, where he's found liable. Yeah. Yeah, where he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. They filed against OJ to get some sort of reparation or payment or whatever they were looking for. Um, Closure. And it is pretty bad. I mean, not the documentary. Uh, OJ's tapes and answers to things, they're pretty good to watch. Um, (laughs) AC completely turned on him. Really? Yep. Yep. After the whole thing, uh, in the civil case, there's a couple tapes of AC, and he's basically, you can just tell he kind of feels the weight of the whole situation, and, like, he feels bad for Nicole, and he feels terrible for the Goldmans and all that. That's Um, that's where I was confused. I recently watched, um, what's the old white dude who has the Netflix talk show? Letterman. Um. Yep. He had Kanye obviously last year, and then he, this year he had Kim K. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Um. And uh, they were talking, and he like the kickstart was you know he wants to have a segue of like introducing the guest. He's like, you know, so you're famous for your dad representing OJ Simpson. And she was like, yeah, you know. And she was like, it's crazy because that like that was Uncle OJ, you know, that was the juice, and I was like. I don't really know what all these things mean because I didn't really know about OJ really at all except for he right. killed those fucking people. Um, but I thought, like, Kardashian obviously was a real lawyer and everything. And long story short, like, 
she kind of makes it seem as though her dad was still very much like OJ didn't do it. But the show makes the implication that he thinks OJ did do it. Well, yeah, and I mean at the end, at the and, end, because he's like, well, how could he not have? Like, I'm a smart, educated lawyer. Well, like, uh, I, they said that uh, Robert Kardashian was kind of talking to OJ. Yeah, they stopped speaking, and, and then <laughs> like, he, he died. And, yeah, I mean, like, they were not on speaking terms by the time that he died. Now you know whether that was he, whether he sensed this guilt or just didn't want to be associated with someone who might be guilty. Well, I guess we'll never know. Uh, but yeah, I don't think they were like best buds, Uncle Juice. After that, <laughs> he might have maybe maintained that man's innocence, but I don't think he maintained that friendship. Um, yeah, but the hidden tapes—it's pretty good. It's only an hour and a half. Uh, you get to see uh, Ron uh, Goldman, Ron Goldman. Mm-hmm. I don't know his father's name. You get to see Mister Goldman. Uh, just man just how it all affected him it's pretty terrible actually uh, it's it's actually feels like a goldman like a ron mm-hmm. goldman documentary which is kind of nice because, that is nice yeah yeah because as the show says uh he became a footnote to his own murder and it's very true um yeah but it's actually kind of nice to see it from the goldman's perspective and all that and like OJ hasn't even paid them nearly as much money as he. No, he was supposed to pay two million, and they've only gotten one hundred fifty thousand. And it's been yeah. many years. I mean, it's been like since the two thousand, like mid two thousands or something. No, that was ninety six. That was ninety six. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know he also hasn't even paid the lawyers, like the Dream Team lawyers. Oh, I bet you. Yeah, he I still hasn't you. paid the lawyers. For that. I would. Yeah. <laughs> I mean dude he's got that instagram he's got all that money now um yes the man has an instagram in case you guys and a curious. twitter and a twitter <laughs> I, don't, I don't like this subtle America. like he's trying to slide back into society it just makes me uncomfortable i just you can't I'm try it again you know <laughs> i'm a prison abolitionist at my heart um, yeah but some people <laughs> need to be separated from society in some manner some people are irredeemable yeah yeah. Oh, he did go to jail. That's the, the other thing is like he went to jail for like nine years for an armed robbery case. He was sentenced for thirty to thirty three years in prison back in like twenty twelve or something. And yeah, he, he went to a Vegas casino and held one of the clerks up with a gun to get the memorabilia that they bought. And he said, "It's my name, so it's my stuff." Got him. Like he should, yeah, he should definitely just. They, they should have been like, we're not going to let him off with good behavior. Thirty three years serving. This this isn't an OJ podcast by any means, but an interesting comment okay to make. Yeah. Is uh, you know, the whole like, oh, what's it called, like CTE, I think, but the basically the brain damage that's associated with football con- consecutive concussion thing. Mm-hmm. There's like the whole Will Smith documentary had it, and they talk about it in the aaron hernandez thing because football obviously literally scrambles your brain and turns it to fucking eggs yeah and it would be really interesting to see his autopsy show probably the same thing because i don't think a normal sane you know wealthy individual holds up you know what i mean like it brings a gun to a place to retrieve an item he knows was purchased you know what I mean? Like, like, because he clearly wasn't trying to rob the place. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like some kind of like, 
it's it's like a crazy person's line of thinking like i'm just gonna get my stuff back yeah. i bring the gun for protection and every normal person is like why is this fucking dude yelling at me with a gun <laughs> <laughs> you know so yeah it's just the whole thing is so weird and interesting and like he clearly just needs help that's my biggest problem is like you know if, if even if all the suicide things are true like Oh yeah, let's just like throw a party after my thing. Like, let's forget the fact that, that this all started true. with a crazy chase. I uh, I looked where up. I was uh, holding a gun to my head. I looked up what exactly was right and wrong, and there were like small things. And for the most part, it's roughly accurate. But like the party of the century was totally true. <laughs> I believe it. Everyone was like, "Yo, Jay, let's go!" Yeah, Everyone showed yeah. up, except uh, for his golf buddies and all his real friends, because. They know he did it. <laughs> the only big thing that the show got like completely wrong uh, was the guy having the heart attack in mid case, mid court. Yeah, yeah that it, seemed it, dramatic. That was I was thing. like, "There's I, no way." I, uh, he did have a heart attack later that day. Yeah, like, I don't think it happened in court. Doctor, yeah, the doctor was like, "Hey, you need to stop doing the case." Yeah, essentially, they were like, "It was definitely stress induced from the case, and that's why he stopped." Yeah, but it didn't happen in court for sure. Last thing I want to say about OJ before, we, unless anyone else, but did you guys see the SNL episode last week about, um, what's her name? Kate, whatever. Is it Kate? I don't know what her name what's is. It? No. Check off. Uh, she's the one. Is this the actress from SNL or is this yeah, a bit yeah. that they McKinnon. did about a person? Yeah, yeah, Kate McKinnon. So she's doing okay. like a, the bit is she's doing a talk show about what still works in America. And so she has all these guests come in and sit down and she's like talking to them and she has so um oh my god dude i'm forgetting everyone's fucking name noah pass it on to Barbara. me um whatever is fucking yeah pete davidson? yeah pete davidson shows up as like the new the new um majority share owner of gamestop from reddit and his name is like john boner or something <laughs> and he sits down and he's like what up and and she's like asking all these stock questions and he's like uh i we sub video games i don't really know and he just says like to the moon and then like runs away and then they have um oj come on and she's like so oj i understand that you got the covid vaccine and he's like yep and then they so she's like keeps asking like so you of all like you got the vaccine before like you are in the like the one percent of americans that got the vaccine He's like, yep. And like, I don't know. It's just really funny. But had to be there, huh? I mean, watch it. It's re it's a really good bit. Um, I don't know. Just think about OJ. Was like, yeah, I can't believe this guy has the vaccine, and teachers don't. Does it really surprise you anymore? It doesn't surprise <laughs> me. I guess he's rich and he's old. So yep. Okay, off the OJ train. I think officially, officially go. Yeah. All right, Can't. now I'll finish what I. Okay, I started and finished an anime, and its subsequent movie release called mm -hmm. Made in Abyss. Um, I don't want to talk about this anime. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, you just you'd have to be in a very specific mood to enjoy this anime. It's, I don't know if you guys have seen an animation, there's a Cartoon Network, Over the Garden Wall. I might have. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, it's really fantastic, and it's kind of like that, but anime and more torture and stuff. There's torture and stuff, and it's really uncomfortable, and I couldn't 
I could never in good conscience recommend this anime to anybody. Now, is it all right and watchable? Sure. <laughs> um, sure. It's just, it's a lot. Like, just mentally, it's it's a lot, man. There's nudity when it's like, I don't know if there should have been. And there's mm-hmm. just questionable characters and stuff. What's it called? Made in Abyss. Made in Abyss? Made in Abyss. Something's made in Abyss. It's got such a cool universe and really cool villains. I mean, the villains are like some of the best villains ever, period. But everything leading up to all that shit is not worth the time or the mental exhaustion. (laughs) I would say that's the right word. Uh, Yeah. I'm just I'm just telling you guys that I watched this, not to watch it at all. Viewers at home, watch some better anime. <laughs> Don't watch this one. Uh, yeah, well, that's all I watched this week. Now, listen to, I revisited Absol's first album, Control System, because I'm wanting Absol to finally release a goddamn album, but five years or whatever, four years, I guess... That man takes his time with it, which I respect. But... Well, I mean, and he was so young when he started, right? Like, yeah. him and Mac, yeah. I think he was younger than Mac. I don't think so. He I'm pretty been sure. Than Mac started. That's I don't exactly think what is. I just said. I, I don't think he is younger than Mac. Is that what you... No, no, no. I'm not saying he's younger than oh, Mac. I'm oh, saying he was younger than Mac when he started. Mac started yeah, when he was, was like pretty... 17. <laughs> like, he's been making music for a long time, and. It's all been at least pretty good. Some of it just excellent, some of the best. So, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that he needs some time to, like, make... Like, I mean, it's like a Ken... Like, Kendra could take five years, and people would, like people might be upset, but you'd yeah, be but like, it I makes sense. Think, yeah, but Absol doesn't have that clout that Kendrick does to hold on to his fans for five years, I don't think. I think Like, if Absol, if Absol put out an album this year, I don't think it would give get him all that much money or anything unless you know he had a tde feature or kendrick and a single or something similar to that to create some pseudo hype but it's been so long that it'd be hard to envision a successful album coming out this year or next year or whatever uh i will say control system still fucking holds up still awesome absolutely still an amazing rapper and this album is proof of that uh i've listened to it if anybody hasn't and then I listened to an album called Swamp Double O, or Swamp Zero Zero, and by the rapper Dreyes, D-R-E apostrophe E-S. Dreyes? That, does that sound right? Because that's the only way I can think to pronounce it. D-R-E apostrophe E-S. Uh-huh. Okay, well, to the album, Swamp Double O. Have you guys listened to Wale in the last five years or so? No. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Wale has this really cool modern sound these days, but the songs just kind of fucking suck. He's got the production, he's got the voice, he's got the rhyming. The songs just don't really come together. This guy takes that, not really style, I don't know, that feel and that vibe. And makes a pretty impeccable album um, for a rapper I had no idea was even a thing. This album came out, I think, two years ago, two or three years ago. Uh, if you're curious, 
the two highlights I would recommend listening to are Heat Wave, that's like Heart of Shit song, and then Fox Body, and that's more R&B. Uh, I would recommend those two songs. The album's great, though, in case you're wondering. And I didn't do much this week, this week, so that's all for me. Cool. John? Well, well, well. Another week of me actually making it through uh, people's suggestions for me, so... Listen to that Hope Tala, uh, Girl Eats Son. Oh, yeah. Girl Eats Son. Um, Yeah, Bossa Nova. Yeah, I... (laughs) I thought it was really good. I thought yeah, it was really interesting. Yeah. Um, I the first few songs are a little generic, like samey, but... I liked the Amine song. I thought it was fine. I really? I but... thought it was like the worst song. I mean, I thought the whole project was pretty good, so... It probably That's was weird. the worst song. That It could have been, but I like Amine a lot, so... I didn't really rank them or like, put I a like the last like, album. The whole thing, I was just like, hmm. Yeah, what was it called? I don't, I don't know. Cheat. I know he did that awful, Limbo. awful Limbo. fucking uh, remix of uh, ODB, um, Like a Raw. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> what a trash remix, man. What a fucking trash sampling of that song. Um, the only other thing I listen to that I can think of is the Dave B. Delicate. Um, yeah, yeah. Very... Uh... That was, like, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, that was less good, but only because I listen to so much that sounds exactly like it. Yep, <laughs> that's what but, I said. <laughs> but there wasn't anything that I went, ooh, this is better than all the other I, shit. I, I think I added one song to a playlist, Matt. Even though I think the album's totally fine. Like, there's yeah, nothing really there's wrong with it. nothing bad with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem. Um, Yeah, and then, obviously, I listened to a certain album, which we won't go into yet, but... uh fucking watched i watched the oj thing and i watched a little bit more of this is us but uh yeah it's not been a very productive week for me because i had an exam last week and then been trying to chill i don't watch a lot i'm not sure what the vibes of this week i think there's a lot of GameStop energy out there it's hard to pay attention to anything else happening yeah yeah so pretty, pretty quick week for me Cool. Wow, that was it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay, no, are you um, going to watch... Um, are you caught up on Attack on Titan? The big anime guy? The new season? All right, well... Oh, okay. Because the, the last episode comes out in like two days, I think, right? Don't fucking care. Oh, okay. that fucking plot went... I don't, I, don't know, I don't know anything about it. I just know a lot of oh, people okay. talk about I'll, it. I'll, I'll fill you in. I'll fill you in. Season one's really cool, very ambiguous kind of mystery... And then season two is all politics and nothing interesting. And then season three fuses both things where you get an un- uninteresting politics <clears throat> and you get the mystery revealed. So it's just two big shit storms that you don't care about. And I assume that's what this season is. Okay. <laughs> I, I was like, I, maybe we can expect to hear some uh, highly talked about anime next week, but no. Nah, not from me. <laughs> you're not going to hear, you're not going to hear about Aaron Yeager from me. I don't right. care about that character anymore. No, uh, before we go into the movie, uh, <laughs> I, I had a black, I had a black, I had a black hippie uh, question for you. Do you ever uh, listen yeah. to you Ye- and know? Yeah, I mean, like, what about? I never, I didn't even know that song came out, but I was looking at black hippie stuff because I was like, we're talking about Absol, and that's what I do. There's a black hippie song on Absol's album too. Um, but. Yeah, I guess that came out two years ago, and I was like, is that the most recent Kendrick song we've had? Like, has Kendrick had verses? 
I, like, I really haven't even... What song are you talking about? U-O-E-N-O. -E you don't even know. Are you sure that's not like a super old song? No, it says 2019. Maybe it just, just got re-released on super to... old fucking song. And maybe they just put it out finally onto Spotify? I'm trying to figure it out, but Google's not open. 2014, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Either way, I was like, where are we getting this fucking Kendrick album? I mean, I just, like, I know Kendrick's gonna have a good album. I really, it's, I'd be more surprised and excited if you made a dog shit album. Honestly, like, or just something weird, something. I didn't I like, like he, I didn't like Damn. But I thought it was alright. It wasn't uh, anything crazy. But it had some good ones. I was gonna say there there were my problem with Dan, uh, which I it's definitely my most listened to Kendrick album because I thought it was really good. But my problem is that there's a couple songs that I don't really care to listen to again. And that ruins the whole album for me. As an album, you know? That's fair. Because there are like like DNA obviously and fucking um Element, Humble, like those are just all songs Radio I could listen to. Murdered humble. I don't think I will ever I don't listen, listen, I don't listen to that again. I don't listen to the radio. So. When you worked at a gas station when the album came out <laughs> and all you listened to was hip hop radio, it was awful. It's fair. Um, all right, so which one do we want to do first? Movie? Music? Should I announce both? Should I announce both. Let's do that. Um, so we've got the fucking. You know, I won't. I won't use loaded loaded language. I'll say we've got the Vampire Weekend album for 2019, Father of the Bride, and we've got oh, what year? Death of Stalin. 14. 20, uh, 17. 2017. 2017. 2017 hit comedy, uh, Death of Stalin, available on Netflix. So watch your back, HBO Max. Watch your back, Sarah Aubrey. <laughs> yeah, Netflix is going to come out with podcasts. <laughs> yeah, you'll be fucked if you don't pick us up. Okay, if Netflix came out with a podcast, we could definitely get on there. HBO is a meme. Netflix would be like, oh, the, oh my god. Anyways, let's let's talk. So about preference, it. preference, which one? I don't give a fuck. Whatever one you want, buddy. Oh my god, let's talk about this installment first because I have fewer strong opinions about it. Um, okay. I thought I'll, I'll I'll kick off. I thought because I I. I was interested in seeing the movie. I didn't really know much about it. Clearly, I knew what the plot was. It's about the death of Stalin. It kind of gives it all away. That's uh, who that guy was. <laughs> but I had not watched any trailers. I literally just knew it was a comedy based on Stalin dying. And I was like, these kind of like, you know, historical meme movies, like, for instance, Inglorious Bastards, which wasn't a true comedy in a sense, but was outlandish take on you know, real historical events and was definitely like a period piece in a way. Uh, they sometimes rub me the wrong way if they're done. Eh, it's a comedy, okay? So I know that they were... Everything is for a laugh, for the most part. But nothing is cringier to me in movies, like, when there's like... No, it's like pretty low effort and like an all-British or American cast for like a movie set in russia you know what i mean like they're all soviets they're all saying comrade but it's like just like a bit and then they're all just speaking english 
fluently. Like, yeah. they didn't even try to put on, like, a fake wrist neck. Like, I, I thought it, prefer that. I thought it was shit. so funny. I would, I would I'm not even, that I don't, any day. <laughs> I'm saying... Uh, maybe I'm crazy, but, like... Is it that hard to get, like, Russian actors and just read subtitles mm, for a comedy? No, no, it's not hard to get Russian actors. It's hard to get marketable Russian actors. My thing is I always just play the, I always just like if I start watching something and I know that it's set in Russia and they're definitely not speaking Russian or even like speaking with Russian accents I'm like I'm just playing it like I am hearing what I like should be hearing like I'm an English guy I just hear in English but they're playing their part it's whatever like I like I'm role playing like listening as like a Russian person who understands what's happening and I just uh, it's kind of like take it with a grain of salt and that's just, like I have never really been peeved. I would probably like I understand that you're If this was a drama, I would be peeved. Because it's a yeah. comedy, I get that it adds humor to it. Yeah. But it almost felt like some weird like I mean, oh, maybe it's, it probably is cuz I'm socialist. So let's take a step back there. But like did it feel like the whole thing was just like herder like communism and we're corrupt and like we just all killed a bunch of people like i don't think it was it just felt it just felt weird it just felt weird i don't know there were like a lot of russia was fucked yeah it just felt weird i don't know i'll take your word for it and piggyback and say i fucking enjoy this movie a lot like it's so funny it's good it was very watchable it's very uh did I reference this this episode? It's very big short style where I can just watch it. I can just yeah, put it you on. Alright, I'll watch Death of Stone. Um, it, it comes off as I don't want to say a play. Does that make sense? I know, like, yeah. It's almost got this play vibe, just a very smooth plot. There's no huge transition. I think it's, it's because like, boom, bam, boom, bam. And maybe it's even three acts. It might even really be like a play, but like, it's four locations, five locations. Yeah, you've got like Stalin's mansion. You've got wherever that funeral was, like at the Captain Kremlin. Building, yeah, whatever. yeah. And then you have like the Gulag, and then you had the initial like recording studio area. And outside of that, the longest scene outside of any of those places was like either outside one of those venues or at fucking Molotov's house. Right. All right. Those are the only places in the entire movie. So in that way, you got a lot of like one-on-one -on -one time, or you know, one-on-two time with Very the intimate. actors. Yeah, and it wasn't a lot of physical acting. It was a lot done through either emotional things or just dialogue. Um, and again, there was a lot of dialogue in the movie. I don't think there was a single bit that was like full, you know, physical comedy. I think the most was like when they were carrying the fucking coffin stalin's body i know yeah, when they're yeah. carrying stalin there's okay i i almost don't know how to review this movie because it's not like you can pick apart every single rising action and stuff because that's not really it's kind of lost on this movie <laughs> comedies period i don't think <laughs> yeah uh, uh but i just love the constant setup and oh this character's actually backstabbing this character and they need this guy to be on their team and I absolutely love them fiddling around with each other, and the political side of a comedy can make for something pretty funny, actually. Uh, I never really, I don't know another movie quite like this at all, even, because most movies would be serious in nature. 
I don't oh, know I can, the... maybe, that's what, maybe that's what my feeling is. Maybe I can evoke that better. It's almost like a stooge kind of comedy. Yeah. Where, yeah. like, they're all just idiot clowns. Yeah. And yeah. I went, like, this group of whatever it was, like, eight men controlled, like, one of the largest powers, like, on Earth and were responsible for the murder of, like, tens of millions of people. They clearly weren't just like, oh, I'm a dumb idiot, and like, uh, fuck your wife. You know, let's let's belly bump and drink our vodka. Oh, oh, I don't know, like, dude. It felt, of course it was trying to spoof. Of course it was trying to make light of a very dark situation in history. And of course, Stalin was a bad guy, and you can meme bad people. You know, like a Nazi Hitler movie as a comedy a would be probably hilarious, yeah. And so you're like, I get it. But it almost felt at times like too lackadaisical, too whimsical of like, this guy's just a complete buffoon. Hee hee hee. Also, I didn't really care for, uh, what's his name, Steve Buscemi? Really? I never, I mean, I, I didn't think he was bad in this particularly. I thought he was See, just I, weird in this particularly. I, okay, I thought, I thought it's definitely not unorthodox, not disconcerting i don't know it's definitely weird that they picked him for the role of, like at uh, no khrushchev. point was i like yeah i was like at no point was i like oh yeah this is nikita khrushchev i was like this is steve buscemi period but i will say i think he was consistently the funniest part of the movie yeah he's funny too yeah. and he's a great actor too i'm just so like... I, I don't know if another actor would even make that better at all just because they resemble khrushchev more or play khrushchev better right and again i don't think that's the point of the movie is to right, be no. accurate or yeah like <laughs> you're not supposed to care about anyone other than the character you don't care who that character is because it's a comedy right yeah. um wayne did you want to i i mean like i this i did not care about the plot at all this movie and i don't know if that was the i mean obviously it's a comedy so i don't know that their point was let's tell this story, but in like a lighthearted way, or let's just like, I don't know really what their goal was, but I didn't care about the plot at all. Like Stalin died and all these guys are like trying to fight over power or whatever. So he didn't care. But like every situation where they're like in a group and they're like talking to each like the acting was so good. I thought like the, the fucking, who's the fat dude. I can't re remember his name or yeah. Like he, there was one scene I was thinking, of, I think it was at the funeral where he's like, he, like he is like showing them the papers, like, and he's like yelling and just like spitting, oh, yeah, and like yeah. it was like this guy is fucking committed. Like that shit, like had me so engaged. It's like, and that's how a lot of these like the conversations I was really invested in, but then after the conversation was over, I just stopped caring again until the next conversation. Like I didn't care about like the plot that was kind of like you know the whatever. Um, so I think casting was fine, and you know it's it the, like a lot of the. This is like I think some of the best humor, really just like dry, like it's it's like if you were talking to a person who was like making jokes like this, they'd be like I'm not even joking. Like what do you like? This I'm being super serious, and you're like ah, oh, he's just he's still joking. This is really funny. Like I think that kind of comedy is when they pull it off, it's so good. It's just kind of like the best kind of comedy, and they do it well in this movie. But yeah, just for like a plot, I don't really care for the same notion of the style of comedy and like the writing of it it really lends itself to you don't care what's going on in the movie because yeah. all you've done all you had to do was establish each character as a unique personality 
And if you could do that, even if they share all of the same ways that their humor comes across, it's interesting enough to go like, oh, okay, guy A's fucking over guy B, and guy B's fucking over guy C, and it's really interesting how they all talk to each other. Or like, uh, when what's-his-name shows up as the fucking leader of the Russian army, and he's Dude, just complete... Okay, yeah. hold on, uh, before you go into this. Jason <laughs> Isaacs needs more everything, like jobs, attention, yep. spotlight, yeah. he needs more everything. That man is top five actors for me. He can do no wrong. Keep going. No, the, same. I was like, and here we go again. We've added a new character, like, towards the third act. Just shows up out of nowhere. They do a whole different way of introducing the character, where they give, like, the fucking special text of, like, and here he is. Here he's come in. You know, he he's this guy, and here's what his role is in the place. And you're like, do I care about this guy? And then he, like, just commands every scene he's in in oh, an incredible yeah. way. Yeah, and it's yeah. funny every time. And he, like, kicks the shit out of fucking Stalin's son, and you're just like, yeah, thank God. Fuck that character. Yeah. Yeah, no, Jason Isaac's saying, saddle up, boys. Which is, and I, <laughs> I don't know, man. He's just, he's perfection, okay? I'm not sure there are that many actors I can say that about, but he totally is. I want that to, want that on record, please. Yeah. You like him as uh, Malfoy's dad? Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, yeah, what? Uh, have you seen Awake, dude? Awake, the classic NBC drama that lasted one season because NBC doesn't know shit. He's really good. <laughs> yeah, he's in the Patriot? He's in that, right? He's the main, what? He's in the Patriot, right? Yeah, he's the villain in the Patriot. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's the villain. I don't even remember. He's the, uh... I don't, know that, I, in... I don't know that I've watched the Patriot since, like, fifth grade history class. He's in the Peter Pan movie? Yeah, I was going to say Peter Pan. Mm. Yeah, yep. uh, I mean he's in a lot. I I hope he gets to play Granddad and Thrawn in the new Ahsoka show, but I don't think that's gonna happen. Just saying. <laughs> okay. So uh, is that other a... than that, uh, great yeah. out of ten for me. Yeah, I I would give that a solid like eight, eight I'll, and a half. I'll give it. I'd rather watch Inglorious Bastards, but still a uh, seven out of ten. I'll, uh, I actually do want to add to this because specifically me, um, I hate text outros, correct? This movie does it well. Mm -hmm. like, it mm -hmm. almost finishes a joke. Yeah. Because yes. the beginning starts with like just the articles of Stalin's death and stuff. And then this kind of caps it off. This is the way to do a text outro, people. Well, and, and, <laughs> and it wasn't a black screen with text or old timey photos. Right. It was literally the actors playing their characters actually at the, where the scene or the location where the first scene was shot because he's at the same little recording studio. Mm. And it's got the whole implication of like, yeah, the transition of power in Russia is kind of fucked because look at this guy eyeballing this guy yeah, clearly in a murderous intent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And you're like, that makes sense. This is I, I just wanted to add that little disclaimer. Uh <laughs> Text outro done right. Text outros do suck. This one was okay. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on to uh, Father of the Bride. So, uh, we'll go with Noah. Okay. Um, I was about to be really fucking bummed if this album uh, kept up the pace it was doing the first half. I think it was up to the first half. First, like, eight, seven or eight songs because it mm -hmm. felt just... Very generic, Vampire Weekend, just some 
pop, off-kiltered pop, a little bit here and there, some casual lyrics, and then some not-so-casual lyricism, whatever. But then, uh, I think it got to the song My Mistake. Once it hit My Mistake, it became just an amazing, I loved every single fucking song. And so I'm really conflicted, because I want to say this is a great album, but then I'm like, oh wait, I'm never going to listen to the first album, or first half, ever again. So I can't really say it's a great album just because of what I view as something weighing it down. But goddamn, dude, my mistake, then sympathy, then sunflower. That's probably just I can't think of uh, just three in a row songs that nailed it completely. That they're all kind of different. Mm-hmm. They do their own things. They're somehow thematically correct. Happy birthday, wedding, funeral. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, whatever. I can't name the three songs. Um, yeah, and I I will always... Steve Lacey isn't my favorite artist, but when he's a feature, I will always fucking be excited for that because of what he can do and what he does currently. Uh, mm-hmm. He made that Sunflower song fucking awesome. Yep. I think I could, li- I, I could listen to Sunflower probably two times a day for a while. <laughs> just be like, all right, still good, still bopping. So, so when this album came out too, um, Sunflower was one of the singles off of it, and Slip. I don't want to be misquoted because obviously, yeah, it's a great song. Um, and I just remember seeing Steve Lacey on it. I was like, this album's gonna be fucking interesting. Like, obviously, they're a pretty collaborative group. They're pretty well known. Like fucking Ezra's dating, uh, what's her name? Oh my God, Quincy Jones' daughter, Rashida Jones. Um, oh. and they just like. All the band members have like really eclectic tastes. Like Ezra, Ezra's fucking favorite music is ska, '90s ska. Okay, <laughs> like that's the mindset that you have to have. And then they're like, they just make music that's all over the place. I feel like personally, like they stay in a lane. Don't get me wrong. There's yeah. this is nothing but alt slash pop punk. But then they hit like random indie notes or just like the way they do the melodies for the songs, um, the instrumentation. There's, like, again, a lot of, like, world music influences where there's, like, random fucking uh, like bongo drums or, like, xylophones or just, like, random sounds and tidbits that they like to throw in to, like, create an ambiance. Right. Um, but to go back to the Sunflower point, uh, I want to say Jonah Hill directed the video to that single. Okay. Uh, I could be wrong. But yeah, there was just like a bunch of weird random hype and associations, and I was just like uh, so stoked for the whole thing. Maybe it's not Vampire Weekend, Jonah Hill. But yeah, uh, Lane? You um, I did your... not really like this album. Um, it's it, kind of everything that John was just saying are reasons why I didn't like it. Um, I get that... Like, I've never really liked Vampire Weekend, never been a fan, never understood the hype. And I can appreciate that they were like a group of guys, like a university together, and like they bonded over, like, those were the two things. They loved alternative music and they loved like world music, like African music specifically. And they were like, let's do that. Like, that sounds like a cool idea. Um, and they, they do it, but I don't think that they do it well. Like there were a lot of times I was listening, to, like just songs on this album where, like, you know, it's like you have like an established like there's a chorus and there's like whatever's happening after the chorus. And I, I wish I could think of the song specifically that I'm thinking of, but like there's like all this noise happening 
and then you'll hear like a random like little piano thing and then like it like it you didn't it didn't add anything for me to have that and you hear like like a fucking like a vibra slap i don't know like you hear like all these random like like and i'm just like dude you don't need to like if you're going to i think if you're going to have those things establish it better like strong have a stronger establishment of that sound and just don't throw it in there for the sake of throwing it in there and that's kind of like kind of annoyed me through this album just like because it was like oh dude let's let's throw it here and then oh yeah you know it would sound super fucking cool let's add you know this thing right here and i was like i just it's kind of annoying for me um like i said i appreciate where it's all coming from and you know the influence that these guys have um i'm sure that there's you know something they've done well with all of this stuff because i know a lot of their earlier music um not that i've listened to a lot of it but i know a lot of their earlier music has a lot of like african music influences but i'm like yeah dude i just it's like really annoying to me (laughs) that they are doing it like this well i think too one of the things uh that i personally like uh, i can see the not liking the little added flares and random textures that they just put in randomly throughout the song or at least seemingly randomly they might have a point i don't know it seems random it's random um but that that i like and it's probably just biased because i have listened to them for so long but like sometimes i'm focusing so intently on the words he's saying um because he's like a really 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 good writer that i might miss them and again this album is not the peak of his writing by any means um and there's totally trash like married in a gold rush is one i want to talk oh about specifically God. like the heim sisters <laughs> are incredible can we can we talk about and, how they and buried in a gold rush is one of the worst songs I've ever that heard. That song in my really life. pissed me off. <laughs> and I, 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 I was like, why is this not this album? This is this is a classic. This is an album that does not deserve to be twenty one minute songs long. Like this is the band getting way too much leeway because they're so good and so big that they think they can just put out whatever they want. And like he has a good ear first off ezra because i think he coordinates most of the executive production of the song etc but or the album but like you know he's got like a select group of people he always has listened to his albums and someone like signed off on that track and i was like it's an interesting concept maybe but not for what this was the did you say heim is that how you say it heim yeah yeah the heim sister uh because the band is heim and then she is one of the sisters of the band heim Okay, it was just her on this album, though? Yeah, Danielle. Okay, okay. She has an incredible voice, but goddamn, mm-hmm. I hated every single fucking song with her in it. Yeah, and there's, there's <laughs> like, three. I was like, I they did them all in the same session, and, and they just knocked them out, and, and they were just bad. The, the thing I didn't like about, you know, I really noticed in the very first track, right? I think has her, the first of the song. Yeah, the first, the first song. First. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, it's standard duet thing where it's like, I have the first verse, you got the second verse cool love it but when she started singing the second verse i only knew it was someone different because i knew there was someone featured on like their voices at least on this song were so similar and i think it's bad when that happens like it kind of bothered me like I, I don't know it's like you bring a person on to a song for a specific reason it's because that person is not you so they shouldn't really sound like you it's i don't know like maybe i just looked too much into that one song but like the timbre of their voice it's like it's too similar like the tone i might I just know. i might just hate duets 
like you know the more i think about it i don't like the boniver taylor swift one uh like i might just not like two that's fine separate artists on one track like where steve lacy just adds to it yeah i like the steve lacy song yeah like sunflower i I like sunflower maybe i just don't like duet (laughs) you hate women i think that's the takeaway no i hate i like moonchild all right no no you hate women duets see oh Mm. what heart is a good band though (laughs) if you can count that as a duet that's two women though, so I'm like, <laughs> two women, right? Like, I can't tell yeah. <laughs> two negatives make <like> a <laughs> two negatives. <laughs> um, I don't know because uh, I didn't, I didn't appreciate, I didn't appreciate the first half of this album, honestly. And then I think there was, there, a, but there was no song in the first half you liked at all. Not really, dude. Like it was, it was very until it got to my mistake. I was fully prepared to shit on this album. One of my favorite songs, and I have no idea what it is about it. Because the song's not even that good, but it's something about the like guitar riff of like, uh, and again, it makes it's like the whole melody of the track. But Harmony Hall, just the intro, it's like a little too long almost, but it's just a do 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 do, and it's like it's so magical to me. Like it actually enchants. Like I feel like a fucking snake, and he's a snake charmer. Like it just, I something just unlocks in my body when i oh, hear see, it no no okay uh skipping through this song no this just felt like vampire weekend bullshit yeah, but again i, 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 like, I vampire weekend bullshit is like my crack okay, i, I so. really you know i i wish i wish i could get I, I wish i could get high on vampire weekend with you but i don't think you can now i think if you did five years ago or, you know I, you know i remember hunter tried to get me to like vampire weekend i i remember like I from hey, the beginning. Two albums are bangers. From the I'll beginning, I have never liked Vampire Weekend. Uh, Vampires of the Modern City, something like that. What's the twenty fourteen album? Oh, there's three albums though. Uh, Vampires yeah. is the third one. Self yeah, like title is two thousand eight. Modern Vampires is twenty thirteen. Contra is twenty ten. Oh, you don't like self title? Like, no, the twenty thirteen one. Yeah, that's the Modern Vampires of the City. Yeah, I don't really love that one. Eight okay. punk. Yeah, is the only song that I will give the time of day. Well, that's really yeah. song probably. I yeah, maybe because <laughs> I fucking played it on like Guitar Hero or something. That's why. Yeah, it's probably it probably was like Rock Band or but, Guitar Yeah, or... but like hmm. literally, there isn't a single song on the 2008-2010 uh, albums that I don't absolutely love the fuck out of and could yeah. sing every note and like sing oh. the guitar part. Too. Maybe not that like, much. <laughs> no, I'm like genuinely obsessed with this fucking band. And then 2013 uh, album, I really, really, really like, and that's like their peak writing. Um, but the music starts to get a little bit less Vampire Weekend. Right, exactly. Dion, Dion, Young. I, I, you, you know how many fucking times I played that song in the God. I, I, I really like that song. I just don't like the album. Yeah, well, there's there's a bunch of good songs, but again, that's when they they started to have songs I didn't like on albums, and it's probably because they grew up. Yeah. differently you know what i mean like they just experienced life differently and had different feelings about things and they wanted yeah, to do different really things with music. yeah and it's like it's the same thing with the married and go like that's cool that you want to do like a fictional song about literally whatever 1800s gold rush traveling to the west but like why is that in the middle of the, like i genuinely i was so disturbed by the placement of that song yeah i was like is it because i've listened to like numerous podcasts of him talk about the album 
Yep. And he was like, oh, I just had this thought, and it was kind of cool, and we just went with it, and she was already in the booth, and I was like, you'd be beautiful to be the wife in this little story. Classic. Uh, and that was it. It was like, here's just a song in the middle of the album. I was like, you can't just have a song in the middle of the album. Like, it's so distracting. I've been listening to this body of work that is like, has a, a kind of a theme, or at least a, a tone, and then you just put this random one in here. Like an angry husband and wife at the fucking frontier west. It was so strange. That's it's the only song of my negatives. Well, I put yeah. first half, but then I put that song. <laughs> so I, oh, I, I like show. this life, and I like Big Blue, but again, I think it's just Ezra's singing and the choruses of those songs, and not necessarily the songs. Right. It's just very Vampire Weekendy, and I can go like this life, do 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 do, and I I just like know the whole shtick. Um, but then there's like from how long all the way to my mistake i don't care about at all and then you get to my mistake and i'm like yay a good song yeah and then again like you said from my mistake all the way to 2021 all those songs i love um and i don't really care for anything else until jerusalem new york new york yeah. berlin yep. uh and so yeah like it's a really good album for me it's definitely not their best it's definitely a little too long and it definitely has songs like absolutely unlistenable garbage which is like the first time a vampire weekend album has had that for me um, so I'm interested to see where they continue to go, but I don't think I don't think they've regressed in any way, because like Harmony Hall and Sunflower are like some of my favorite songs they've ever made. So Harmony it's pretty Hall, interesting. Um, yeah, I'm kind of conflicted on whether to give this like a good out of ten, just because I don't like the first half that much, but I do like the second half that much. <laughs> so. It's like, it's not middling because my mistake, Sympathy and Sunflower, those three songs will probably stay with me for a while. But, um, you know, pretty good out of 10, I guess that'd be what I call it. Pretty, uh, I, I really, it's hard to pin down how exactly I feel about the album as a whole. I'll give it a Bon Iver deserve the Grammy out of 10. <laughs> they rob Bon Iver. Is that a deep cut? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't. I don't think they robbed him at all. <laughs> they robbed him. They robbed him. I come. I come. I so much better than this shit. Robbed him. Okay, is that our review? Maybe Wait, that's what I'd like to say. I like this album. <laughs> it's just got a bird in mind. This better be the better than the Bon Iver album. And it wasn't. Not, so. It wasn't. Wait, what? John, what is he rating? Um, I don't know that I can do it out of ten, but I can do it out of four, and I would put it strongly at four out okay. of. Okay. Uh, which means it's fourth place and not first place out of all of their albums. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that makes sense, I guess. And with that, our reviews are done for the most part. Yes, they're done. They're done. They're done. Okay. All right. Our movie this week, uh, Mike picks. Our movie will be Summer Wars. Which is an anime, first anime <gasps> movie oh, on the podcast. Shit. I was debating doing a Miyazaki movie I hadn't seen yet, so I'm glad. And, and the album will be Just As I Am by Bill Withers. Is his first studio album. Okay. Uh, Who the fuck is will, Bill Withers? He's the guy he who sang one, Ain't uh, No Sunshine at the yeah. OJ song. Or the OJ show. Um, we I've will see... Seen or heard of this guy. We will see you next. Yeah, you have. He did "Lean on Me," the song "Lean on Me." Oh my god! How Beth fucking hell! Oh my god! 
1971. Okay. At least All ain't right. no at least ain't no sunshine's on the album. That's fine. Yeah, get over. No, fucking in the show already. <laughs> Jesus. I'm trying to. Okay. Wait, what's the name of the movie this again? Game you Summer Wars. Okay, Summer Wars and Just As I Am by Bill Withers. We'll see you next week. That was Bad Friends Worst Critics. I'm Noah Davis with Lane Wilman and John Pina, and we're out of here. <laughs>